game time. No, we ain't playing. Now we just playing, but we're gonna play better games. Step in the room and see that we wouldn't have it another way. Geeks gotta play Dungeons and Dragons. It's like that ain't gonna happen. New games that we made up. That's how you get geeked up. And it's a game for you and us. See what we gonna do. Hit us up and write us in. Let the games begin. So, let the games begin. Cause we just singing game time. Game time. What's going on, geeks? Welcome to another episode of Geeked Up Game Time. I'm Devin Barnes, and with me always is Mr. Social Distance, the dink to my doink, Liam Whalen. Well, if you're ready for a badass wrestling podcast, give me a yo, yo, yo. Yo, yo, yo. <laughs> What's going uh, on? One of the uh, most creative yo, yo, yos I've heard yet. <laughs> I mean, I've been working. But, uh, it was either my Stone Cold or my, let me tell you something, Dev the Rev. <laughs> it's Big LW the uh, Huckster here. and my, uh, or, or, my Hulk, or my Hogan. So I went with the Stone Cold. Nice. Nice. Of course. Of course. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> um, but welcome to the show. As always, like I said, I'm Devin Barnes. That's Liam Whalen. My dink to doink might be a spoiler of what we're doing today. Also, pretty proud of myself. Of all the doink jokes I've made on the show in the past, the fact that I've never known that there was a smaller one named Dink that would run around with some dude. Did you finally get to do some doink research and uh, round out this? (laughs) Tell me about Dink. I mean, that's part of the geeked up experience, as we've talked about, uh, between me and Devin over the years. But there's a lot of blind analyzing that goes on between Devin talking about uh, comic book characters and me only assuming what the fuck he's talking about and me bringing up wrestlers and Devin having having to put two and two together himself as to who the fuck they are. So it's good for you to finally get to uh, do some Internet research on some of these guys. And I guess we'll be getting into that a little bit later. But like you said, spoiler alert by the theme song that we got rocking bringing it in with the game time song by davi it's back baby i think the last time we've done a game time was old uh actually just in time for baseball season was the old seinfeld trivia night Oh, just in time for the Phillies to beat the Mets again. We can uh, (laughs) way less fun if the Phillies beat the Mets. If me and you aren't dressed up like Seinfeld at the stadium, I mean, that was like a year and a half ago. I want to say that we went to the Mets game in puffy shirts and uh, yeah, I mean, in the 2019, yeah, it was July of 2019. Remember, wasn't it like uh, July 3rd? It was right, it was uh, right Fourth of July weekend anyway. But the infamous Seinfeld night, and uh, you can relive the geeked up Seinfeld night experience. On the uh, back catalog, we're going to be posting it up on our SoundCloud page. So, the last game for the the Seinfeld trivia night, too. My favorite ever is when Liam laid out all the Twix of who did Jerry bang and then got it wrong. (laughs) Even though he won the actual (laughs) trivia contest. Stay tuned for the stay tuned for the very special did Jerry Bangers segment, and I totally and the Costanzing that took place at the end by by yours truly, but <laughs> yes, for sure. But a great but game time, on. and it's been way too long over a year and a half since we've last game time. Coronaville really threw a you know Coronaville really got in the way of uh, getting friends in the game in the game room and opening up it the really, game uh, the game closet and all of our puns that we used to throw out for our game time. It so. really uh, stone cold stunned us, right? Uh, <laughs> is that a <laughs> did I do nice, that right? Nice. I mean, the but, Undertaker uh, sure was busy. All right, that might be too. Uh, 
that might be too much, but <laughs> but like we said, check all that out on uh, you know the last game time we did, all the Corona talk that we've been doing on the Geeked Up podcast, Life in Coronaville, um, and of course check that all out. SoundCloud, Our last iTunes, Netflix and chat, uh, Biggie, YouTube. I got a story to tell. Check that yes, out, yes. of course. Um, and of course, look forward. Check out our Oscar special that'll be coming out next week. Um, we'll make our predictions and uh, yes, you know, who we think is going to win. We'll mostly just talk about how bad the Five Bloods got snubbed, and then we'll <laughs> and how boring all the other movies are. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, we another boring, yeah, another boring Anthony Hopkins movie. I'm not going to watch. I didn't watch the two poops, and I'm not going to watch the fuck. <laughs> <laughs> okay, nice. Is that our Geeked Up pack? I'm willing to go in on that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and uh, the Geeked Up audience, I hope you join us before our Oscar special of not watching the, not watching that one. But but let's get into it, because I guess, um, as Liam keeps telling me, it's WrestleMania this week. <laughs> so we got to talk some wrestling. I, was, uh, I remember last year, I think, was when the COVID really hit. The uh, only sport to not cancel was wrestling. You know what I mean? <laughs> the only one with I the balls watching... to go through. The show must go on. I was watching the six-hour stream of comedians. Liam was telling me, like, what are you, nuts? It's WrestleMania for free, baby. It's COVID. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, but... it really was opening weekend of COVID, though, pretty much, if you remember. It was the first, like, Comedy Central live stream they did. It was, like, the very first Zoom-a-thon and mm-hmm. all of that stuff. We were still smack dab in the middle of quarantine. And uh, WWF uh, and, and uh, WrestleMania was going to two nights for free but, uh, on the streaming service. Correct. I guess before we even talk anymore about this, you know how we do at Geeked Up Game Time, where uh, we've had our relationship experts on before. We've had our Halloween experts on before. We've had our Nick Cage experts on. We've had our... We had Joe uh, Simmons. Of, <laughs> Joe Simmons was the relationship expert. Okay, yes. Um, <laughs> you know, the Halloweens, the Nick Cages. <laughs> we have our political... Let's not forget our political uh, expert, our accountant expert. But let's get into it. Obviously, we have a wrestling expert on this one because oh, this yeah. is the WrestleMania Game Time Special uh Old friend of mine, you guys know who it is because it's a podcast, so you've read in the description of the show who the guest is, but we got to bring on, when I think WrestleMania, if I'm not thinking Liam, I'm definitely thinking my old friend who I started doing comedy with years and years ago. Guys, Jared Owens, welcome to the Geeked Up Podcast, baby. What? What? (laughs) (laughs) Give him a hell yeah. Hell yeah. Jordan Owens, welcome to the show. Great to meet you, Liam. Great to see you. Devin. Hi. <laughs> oh, hello, Jordan. Yeah, I'm going to have to I'm get in the do, middle uh, of you two, all right? I'm going to have to be the mediator. I know there's a lot of bad blood party. between you guys. Uh, you have to roster out here. You know, half of them separates me from him, you know. Like, <laughs> I mean, I did check out Devin, actually. We were talking about it last episode, but we're, uh, you were actually, and, I, and may I add, the returning champion of one of Jordan Owen's trivia podcast uh, contests. Yes. And I was watching, and you did refer to my boy Devin as the Newman to your Jerry, I believe. So, (laughs) so I get that. I get the fact there's some beef there, but as well, big shout out again to Devin for uh, uh, representing the Geeked Up Boys proper and bringing home a championship. On no, he's, okay, first pod- of all, can I clarify? Can oh, I clarify this? Devin <laughs> has no title. He's not a champion. He's 1-0. Calm down, Devin. You're one Wait, oh, is it a tournament? He didn't mention to me a second round. He told me grand champion. Uh, yeah, 1-0, baby. What, do you, what is 1-0 to you, a loser? <laughs> it's a winner in my eyes. 
He did really good. I'm not trying to downplay it either. He <laughs> had a really great match. He, he is in title contention of how good he did. 10 to 4. Eat your heart out, crazy Joe. <laughs> and okay, that's a new champion. It's Kevin Poss now. Okay, yeah, no, nice. Yeah, yeah. Now, how does the Jordan Owens uh, podcast title work? Does it work like a March Madness tournament or like a WrestleMania style? Somebody holds the strap until Jordan Owens decides that he loses. <laughs> no, there's no word. We don't work the trivia, man. The trivia is straight oh. up. <laughs> yeah, if you watch the episode, too, I'm just used to trickery. I kept thinking that, like, Jordan was asking us trick questions. And Jordan was just like, dude, for the third time, like, I'm not trying to trick you. I'm just asking you trivia questions. And I was like, hmm, it seems like you want me to answer this. And it's like, well, I guess since Bozo. Devin actually has already thrown me under the bus for Costanza-ing my uh, Did Jerry uh, Banger segment on our last game time. Did Devin, yes. de- uh, Devin, did you tell Jordan on how our geeked up last trivia night ended? Our Zoom trivia night ended? With Devin totally oh. fucking up uh, the last question as the quiz master. <laughs> yes, dude. Okay. And giving oh, dude, giving said... a question that had like four different answers online. So I kind of uh, told you about that, that uh, at the beginning of COVID, we were kind of doing our geeked up trivia nights. And then like I was joking around how like we were doing like we would ask questions about our podcast too. And then like, you know, fucking crickets on those. But uh, <laughs> yeah. the last question we do is we did like an internet lookup one. Like you look up the answer. And I was like, which movie Fastest holds- to internet search yeah. kind of thing. You know? Fastest internet search, yeah. And if you look it up first and I like, know the answer. And I was like, oh, what movie has the most curse words of all time? And I looked up that it was Wolf of Wall Street. But it turns out there's like some B-rated, like straight-to-DVD National Lampoon's <laughs> movie. Literally called like The Cursing Movie. And, and like several like, others, because there was like three or four different answers that had different <laughs> that, had, uh, that had more curses than Wolf of Wall Street, but... But I guess uh, we're not all quiz so masters like of... Jordan Owens, though. Yeah. So. yeah, fact check your trivia. That's always a... <laughs> Immediately fucked up. Especially if you're giving out a Robbie Cano bobblehead. A Robbie Cano dressed as Han Solo uh, bobblehead as your prize. Mm-hmm. But I guess we'll get into all the plugs later, but I guess uh, you can start us off. How do people find your trivia podcasts and all that stuff? Yeah, so I got two different uh, leagues going on. You got the Wrestling League. That's over at Pierce Wrestling, like Pierce here, Pierce Wrestling, uh, as well as uh, doing an interview series, K-Fabe Corner, where I interview some wrestlers and managers and bookers of the professional wrestling scene. Nice. Um, exclusive matches, too. You'll find exclusive matches from Florida that are only on that channel. And then um, then you got the movie trivia. Now we're even doing TV. We're doing all sorts of kind of trivia, but that's over at the Pierce Co. Like company, the Pierce Co. Where Devin just debuted and in his mind won a title. <laughs> He's wearing the strap. I'm, I'm willing to take and, uh, it. I'm, uh, <laughs> it might be like the million dollar belt that we're giving it to ourselves, but I'm carrying the geeked up. Yeah. T- I'm like his manager. I'm the Virgil of the gang. But yeah, between us, we got the strap. Self-proclaimed. <laughs> I just want to say, Jordan, is there any way we could watch, a, like when we first because I would say, like, I know Jordan from, like, doing stand-up in Florida. He was, like, one of the first people I met. Uh, I got Fred's Diner, I think, was the first open mic I did. And I met you there. Didn't you, wait, didn't you do your first set, like, on my birthday? Uh, that was the first time I was sober. So, it was, like, my second set was on your birthday. <laughs> so I the, think I didn't even realize the first set I can I remember. So. I, I think it was, like, your roast, right? And I didn't even realize that. I just came into, like, a three-minute, no, like, just, Mario yeah, Brothers was, bit. I did Magnum Jackson's set because he was doing someone else's set. One of the funniest things of all time. <laughs> but it wasn't really gross, but we were kind of screwing around. Like, it was, just a, it was a very loose open mic, yeah. Local Southwest Florida, dude, there was, like, this guy 
who were named, like, his name was Magnum, and he was running late to this comedy show. So then Jordan literally got on stage before he showed up and just did his set, like, okay, did his nice. set. And then, like, literally <laughs> those five local minutes open later, Lakers, where you guys all know each other's act. After the fucking the guy came in and literally did the set, like, verbatim. <laughs> So he was getting laughs before his punchline yeah, yeah, was yeah. hit. So he's and he had he's no idea like the of the hilarious gimmick that just took place. And then towards yeah. the end, you can see the look on his face like, fucking something's up here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, uh... <laughs> There's no way people are, are, are actually laughing at this. Uh, something surely. That was like my first introduction to Like that was like, I think like the first time I really like, ever like went on stage, like a mic or anything. And I got to meet all these guys, and I was like, oh, these are the funniest fucking people. <laughs> uh, nice. But me and Jordan wrote a comedy together, but Jordan also did something, almost like, I would say, one of the, the original podcasts, if you will. But after a lot of shows, not even like the open mics, but actually like book shows, Jordan would hang around after and like interview the headliners for this thing called Comics Corner. And... It still does kind of exist. I need to do it more. Yeah, like, it's but still, dude, there's some great footage, uh, especially yeah, the late... There. The late great, I and mean, you have some fucking yeah. footage of the late great Eric Myers, dude. Of you yeah, I was, I was really nice. breaking break yeah, down yeah. comedy, man. And yeah, it was very, very sad to lose him, man. He was super cool, man. Always very easy to talk to. He's on there, man. Derek Russo, Joe Simmons, he mm-hmm. was on his episode. Mm-hmm. Those were fun nice. Ones. Big shout out to our relation expert, like you said. Yeah, so never that's, on, that's also on the uh, the Pierce Co. channel. Yeah, nice, man. those that's... are some of my favorites, dude. There's uh, a lot of that. That's cool, and then it's also kind of similar, like you're saying, uh, your kayfabe corner, if I'm getting the title right. But that's a really uh, uh, cool. It's really popular as well in podcasts these days. Where Devin, I don't know if you're familiar. We've kind of told you on like past episodes at how popular the like nostalgia world of professional wrestling is, where you get mm-hmm. the old wrestlers, managers, writers, and uh, sit down and tell all the stories behind the scene fucking antics about how fucked up everybody was and how everything came to be and all how, how long yeah. you been doing that show so that started i started right before covid it was basically the, kind of the same idea as comics corner i would just you know before after during uh, wrestling shows interview people i got like three of those in and then covid happened so i'm like okay shit well there goes that show but then you know zoom and everything came along so i was like oh okay and in a way it was kind of easier it's easier over zoom because then you can finally get people on like an off day instead of trying to rush in the middle of a show hey can yeah. i get 20 minutes down oh shit everyone's walking by it's loud ah damn it's kind of nice over zoom you know what i mean you can get them in their yeah yeah attention. for sure that's what we've actually learned with our podcast everybody especially yeah. now is super used to it so yeah, now yeah. have you pretty much just talked with like local because you said that you uh, do some stuff on the local florida wrestling scene you uh, uh like on the indie circuits and all or yeah man yeah i i help run rpw wrestling here in uh, florida we run in uh fort myers Ave Marie, all over the place i'm involved with uh Tampa Bay Pro Wrestling, Full Throttle Pro Wrestling, uh, ACW. Uh, nice. Ooh, All the I'm indie circuit. Now, like, tell the peeps, are we uh, uh, are we talking, like, high school gyms? If you've seen the re- Mickey Rourke in The Wrestler, we got Jimmy <laughs> Snooker showing up. I mean, as far as arenas go, man, we're literally wherever we can set up a ring. I mean, nowadays, you know, back in the day, it was a lot of high schools, rec centers. But literally now, like, it's a lot of bars. It's martial arts arenas. It's backyards it's, it's still to a degree like if we can set up the ring if it makes sense feasibly to 
You know, like we're, we're not we're not greedy. We can break yeah, even. Yeah, for sure. Much like comedy, as uh, you, we can all attest <laughs> to in the comedy it's, world. It's harder space wise, but it's the same idea of just like we'll go wherever, man. On on Sunday, we're at uh, the Buddha Live, which is a bar. Uh, wow. Jeff Hardy just- <laughs> yes. Okay, I want to talk about that because you just said Jeff Hardy just performed there, right? Yeah. But he was not wrestling. Okay, he was yes. like I saw the video of this like as well. 80s and 90s songs, right? <laughs> he was doing Pearl Jam stuff. Yeah, he was, he was in an acoustic set from Jeff Hardy. <laughs> And, uh, we, Mind blown! When you told me you were doing like working the Hardy show, I was like, "Oh, dude, like wrestling." I thought wrestling, yeah. and then when I saw the Silly video, me I was like, figured oh, wrestling. No fucking way! And I would have loved it if I would have actually gone and like thought I was like, "I'm gonna go see one of the Hardy Boys wrestle." It's like, no way, brother! I'm fucking <laughs> singing glycerine by Bush. <laughs> because of that, it led to a show that will have matches. Sunday will be full on a full event. Uh, okay. It was like a Rambo, Rocky kind of thing. You had to, uh, you had to tape his acoustic set to get him in the ring for an, for an actual fucking match. But... Oh, no, he won't be wrestling. I don't want to false advertise that. He will not okay. be wrestling. <laughs> WWE exclusive sold at the moment. He's under a, okay. a very exclusive contract. But because of it, the bar saw that, like, oh, okay, cool. Fans give a crap about wrestling. The Buddha, la- the Buddha Lounge will, uh, yeah. will have you back. All right, so nice. It worked out well. So that's fun. No, that's fun. Uh, and you said you've done backyards. Is that like a, that was a big thing a while ago? The whole backyard wrestling, and that honestly, like, is how a lot of guys got started. And in today's w, in today's wrestling age, which kind of we'll talk about maybe, but I don't really follow the contemporary stuff as much. But having a lot of like the real famous guys from today. You got like their start as you know uh, uh, backyard wrestlers and like not even on the indie circuit, but like on the them and like literally them and their friends doing stunts in their yeah. fucking backyard. We're we're in that era now, man. We're in that era, and maybe even starting from the last like really 15, 20 years ago era. Um, that's the era now is that people are you know they were fans growing up, and that's what you do with your buddies, whether it's on a trampoline or just simply on grass or whatever. And you know, and then you you know you grow, you know, you find a real school, you get trained, and then. You know, a lot of people have come from there. People that are signed to WWE, AEW, all started, you know, probably, not probably, but a lot of them in the backyard. Dude, it's so wild to me because, and again, excuse my ignorance, but, like, my age group, I remember, like, the late 90s, early 2000s that, like, you would see, it was, like, one of the late night videos, because I think, like, WWE was hype. One of the late night videos, like, infomercials would be, like, backyard wrestling. It would be, like, all, like, right after the bum fights video. You know what I mean? it was, like, Girls Gone Wild. And and then uh, I remember it was a big deal of, like, 2020 and, like, local news was, like, backyard wrestling. The new pandemic. Dangerous. (laughs) And people are cutting themselves. And I was just, like, look, man, I just fucking saw Stone Cold throw the rock off of a bridge. Or vice versa. I don't know who it was. Can't get much more violent than Vince McMahon's limo blowing up. But (laughs) I guess we are on WrestleMania weekend, and you're uh, currently involved in the wrestling, you know, the indie wrestling world. But so I guess that maybe will uh, uh, help your answer a little bit. But what do you think of like the current wrestling world? Because wrestling is far different than it was. I I pretty much stopped around the 2000s. You know, there's a couple of because when you say you stopped, like, I actually stopped watching, like, wrestling, like, my <laughs> sophomore year of high school, okay? And even then, I was, like, a I mean, late I was, watcher, like, a fresh I mean? sophomore year in college, probably. Let's not forget, because we did say last year at this time, I was just, like, dude, it's COVID. All these comics are fucking doing this four-hour thing. 
of like online streaming and you were like what are you fucking nuts it's wrestlemania baby like yeah by stop that mean i still watch the royal rumble and wrestlemania every single year and uh try to watch as many raws last year was supposed to be crazy i was gonna go literally from tuesday to like monday and see like five shows a day like and that all got yeah it's turned into a whole festival week autograph signings and indie (laughs) shows and bruce pritchard's doing shit and it's turned into a whole this year they're even doing they're back to fans right and there's going to be a fan fest of WrestleMania. They're the, the that, Hall of yeah. Fame awards and the Slammies beforehand, but. The Slammies. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what they're called? They have their award <laughs> show. You didn't know about the Slammies, bro? Oh, that's amazing. That's like the, I mean, the most the honorable Slammies. night in sports. Uh, <laughs> but how do you uh but uh back to you know uh, the contemporary wrestling are you uh, uh, wrestling in 2020 compared to you know 1990 what are your thoughts is it uh, uh all of the Ooh. you know acrobatic stuff because right now what i watch and like devin uh, did bring up a very good point i still try my best and i still give it a go every year a couple times a year to watch but it's just a lot more you know acrobatic choreograph based stuff going on and a lot less in my book just funny gimmicks the guys don't have crazy characters and the uh, uh it's just a totally different feel you know especially i was a huge ecw fan that had a lot of like mm-hmm. the blood and guts kind of stuff but uh, uh even that kind of stuff like the thumbtack matches and all that stuff seemed to go a little bit overboard what are your like ultimate thoughts of the state of professional wrestling in 2020 so what's good about now in the last few years is that we're finally back to having a lot of alternatives. You know, I understand what you're saying. I think to a degree about WWE, um, there's all, all there's all alternatives out there now. AEW is now on TNT. Uh, you know, if you have streaming services, nine ninety nine a month, you can get you know places that will have hours and hours of content. You know, every week, kind of like a, a Hulu and whatnot. So if if you're not into you know WWE per se, try a different flavor of ice cream. Check out AEW. You know they do have wacky characters. They just did a exploding barbed wire match. They had a little bit of both of that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Ring of Honor. You got Impact. You got um. I mean all sorts of companies out there. And if you're an indie fan, like you mentioned before, like stuff like Jersey All Pro, like there's a uh, independent wrestling TV. You know ten bucks a month, and there's a show tonight yeah. at eight o'clock. He's underground, which is like hardcore wrestling, and then they'll have you know lighter shows for later on. And so I think right now it's a good time, uh, and I think okay. we're back. That's interesting, like just due to the uh, uh, amount of different stuff going on, the amount of uh, promotions available and all that stuff, and amount of stuff to watch. It's a good time. But how about like uh, uh, versus the '90s anyway? You know, do, do we, did did you like wrestling more in the '90s? Right now, do we feel it's? Uh, that's such a hard comparison, Max. Because for 90s, me, I'm a I'm '90s guy. Like for you, like who's your all-time all-time favorite wrestler? Jordan Owens, well, give it to me. Lay it down. I mean, the, the answer is the greatest of all time is the Heartbreak Kid, Shawn Michaels. Oh wow, a Shawn Michaels guy. All right, yeah, Shawn Michaels is he's the one that had the brother that fell out of the rafters dressed like an no, asshole. Damn it, Devin. <laughs> no, that's Owen Hart. That's Owen like. Hart. The Blue Bomber, yeah. right? The Blue Bomber, that was the Blue Blazer. But that was Shawn Michaels. You know the whole uh, uh, Montreal screw job thing, Devin, that we talked about. That was that was, that was Owen's where, uh... brother. That was Owen's. Yes. So like Bret Hart and Sean and Shawn Michaels screwed. are like yeah. big rivals, like real okay. off-screen maybe, rivals. Actually, maybe that's why I have them confused. <laughs> yeah, they were, that's, that's why. Like I'm, I'm so my, one of my first memories is Sean defeating Bret for the first time for the title and Mania 96. 
Okay, so at the Alamo Dome. Uh, yeah, no, Shawn Michaels is definitely yeah. he's he's thought of he's kind of thought of as like the best in ring wrestler. Like his matches are the best, but he didn't necessarily have the hilarious promos like Stone Cold or like oh. the overall just lo- like uh, craze around him like the Hulkster. Because I'm a Hulkster guy, so I still say best wrestler of all time is like I the mean, yeah, 1987 I mean, Hulk Hogan. Wrestling. If you talk about the actual in ring work, I mean Hogan. Hogan was a relatively boring wrestler. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, day. for sure. Like compared to in ring work, you know, that's yeah. why it's an interesting question because there's. I would say that probably Ric Flair is the best ever. Just because of a combination Great. of in ring and like promos yeah. and all that stuff, he kind of does it a little bit better than everybody. But I want to say I was a big uh, Kane fan when I was watching it uh, because he was last night. He was very. He got a slammy. No, damn it, Devin. You're going to disappoint me so much. There's a difference between a Hall of Fame and a Slammy. A Slammy is like the yearly like, wrestler of the yeah. year. A Slammy's the like year. getting a Grammy and the Hall of Fame's like going to the Hall of Fame. I mean, it's... Uh... All right, all right. Yeah, yeah, I don't know how to explain it than it's the Hall of Fame. Yeah. Now, was Kane getting into the Hall of Fame or yeah. was Dr. Isaac Yankum getting no. into the Hall of Fame? <laughs> because another one of his characters before he was Kane, Devin, one of his yeah. great, like, fucking failed uh, ca- uh, characters was he played an evil dentist named Dr. Isaac Yankum. I Yankum. Amazing. <laughs> and okay. he actually fought oh, Bret Hart. I, that's amazing. <laughs> I just pieced together the I dot Yankum joke like last week. I was like, oh, I'm getting I Yankum. I never knew that from a 25 year. But uh, yeah, and he was also fake diesel. Okay, oh. yes. He was also the infamous when they uh, there was the lawsuit going on after Diesel and Razor left WWF and they just put out other two shitheads in their character. Kind I mean, of exposing the whole business, which is I kind of feel like uh, – do you feel like there is, – is there a theory that you would have? I guess one more question I'll get into back before the – about the 90s and today, wrestling today and all. Do you, do you have a, a theory as to why wrestling seemed to be a lot more popular in the 90s? Or not even seemed to be, but, you know, with Hogan and then Stone Cold and, you know, just throughout the entire decade, the Monday Night Wars. Throughout the whole decade of the 90s, wrestling well, was you, super, you super popular. You kind of made a good point just a second ago when you were talking hey, about Hey, you just downgraded like, it from really good to kind of. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I stick with really good there. But. <laughs> no, well, it's a really good point. I'm just, I don't know if you, if you knew you were making it is what, what I'm saying because you mentioned uh, the whole like thing. you know Liam. <laughs> yeah. The whole NWO thing and the whole, you know, Diesel and Razor become, jumping over ship. You're at a different time. You're at a different time where there's not really internet and we don't know. Nowadays, you know right away, oh, this dude's contract's up. He's going to the other company. That's and loses true. But back then, like there was that uh, that aura, that that mystery of whoa, Scott Hall's on Nitro. What is the WWF invading? And it worked for me as a fan. Yeah, I was yeah. more of a WWF guy. But now I'm tuning into Nitro because I'm thinking the WWF's invading and and <laughs> Hogan sure. turned evil. Holy shit, Hogan went evil. Like you know, you don't have those that same emotion anymore because everything is so out there. Like even the Hall of Fame yesterday, one of my my kind of pet peeves about it in a in, in a silly way was. Some of the bad guys were then backstage cutting real nice interviews like, oh, we're so glad to be here. But then next tomorrow on Monday, they're going to be like, we're better than you. It's like, you know, you didn't do that back in the day. If you were evil, you <laughs> yeah. Now it's like, we're evil on Monday, but then we'll show you a documentary about how we were nice backstage. Yeah, they stuck with the kayfabe, as as they call it in the biz, but they never broke the character of their gimmick, you know, and they like... Like, I'll I'll admit, if if I'm a dick, I I played a heel at a wrestling show. 
I'm going to still kind of be a dick even after the show to, to anyone around me because I'd like to stay in that character. <laughs> And I, I hate it when yeah, like uh, Daniel Day Lewis of wrestling. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, but Devin, like, literally, guys that wrestled like in the seventies and eighties, they literally spent their entire lives as like a Daniel Day Lewis character actor. Yeah. They never fucking stop acting like the Honky Tonk Man. When, uh... That guy is still <laughs> acting like the Honky Tonk Man <laughs> to this <laughs> fucking day. He hasn't G- dropped again. G- <laughs> Iron Sheik got in trouble because like they were found with like drugs. But in Jersey, mad. yeah. They were mad because they were writing together, and they were good guy and bad guy. That's what they were. Oh, mad at. they were pissed off because like I mean, and, and, and also they weren't out. just yeah. good guy and bad guy, but it was like Forget the guy whose okay. gimmick was they're being the all American guy. <laughs> it was like the guy whose gimmick was being the all American guy, yeah. and like the yeah, uh, evil Iranian game. terrorist, and then they yeah. get caught with like uh, cocaine and marijuana, fucking well, right outside no. Giant Stadium. But... Peace will find a way, baby. <laughs> that's a great. That's a great <laughs> story. No, they were mad because screwed up. Hey, we made up. <laughs> yeah, if only they McMahon would have spun it that way. Turns out we both love cocaine and weed and hookers. <laughs> <laughs> we found a common ground. But that is a great theory, though, as to why uh, uh, wrestling isn't as popular. Uh, uh, I would kind of say, like, in a similar thing with just the times, but as well, I feel that UFC. Like, becoming super popular has taken away from a lot of WWF's audience, especially because, like, now we are living in the day where you kind of have to. What's up? That's died down too a bit. I'd say I'd say that was more the case five to like five years, five eight years ago. But I like just in terms of the too. fact that like like uh, uh, they have now come out and uh, uh, they don't call it like uh, wrestling federation. They call it wrestling entertainment. They've pretty yeah. much like broken down the wall of it being real or fake. And now there is like a super popular competitive real product. So if like there is, and so now when wrestling they kind of have to go very choreographed. Like there there's no reason for them for to ten, uh, for them to pretend that it's real because if you want to see real action you can watch UFC so they're kind of pigeonholed into like they're kind of pigeonholed into having to pretend like it's fake you know and like try to do as best they can with that however guys like me still miss the days where like you were uh, holding on to the illusion that the Hulkster really was hulking up and fucking kicking out at at the two and a half you know but I'll say this though do you think out of uh because here's where I get to know things you think out of any wrestler, though, it's like every wrestler, the one who's the biggest that probably went from, like, the ring to, like, Hollywood, it has to be The Rock, right? Like, yeah. no, I can't say anybody else in the uh, uh, the wrestling world. Has, tried. Andre's a big name because of his size. Because the Princess Bride. But, like, he was never making, like, fucking no. blockbusters. You know what I mean? He never got no, a Fast and the Furious spinoff like the- movie. If you page a hundred non wrestling fans, like I think The Rock will easily be the number one guy, yeah. I would say he's the only one. Maybe one other I mean, it's interesting like, because I, I still feel yeah. he's definitely the best in Hollywood. And again, this might just show my like blind allegiance. Uh, how big of a Hulkamaniac I am. Yeah, Cena's doing really good too, yeah. Yeah, but he's definitely – The Rock is way bigger in terms of the actual Hollywood. But I'd still say if you asked like a, like a Family Feud style, name a professional wrestler, I'd still say Hulk Hogan is like the number one associated know, name with wrestling. I don't mean a professional wrestler. No, no, no. I, I know what you mean. A wrestler that made like, – In Hollywood, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, The Rock yeah. is definitely the biggest in Hollywood. But in the world of professional wrestling, I still say Hogan's name is bigger than the name of I, The Rock. I think you got to you – know? you also got to include anyone mm. that's younger than us, man. Uh, you ask a 10, 15, 20, 25-year-old? I don't know, man, because the That's Rock true. is consistent. Not to like... 
I don't care about them. I'm I'm a '90s kid. That's all that matters. Wait till that uh, Chris Hemsworth movie comes out. They'll be talking Hulkamania. All all three of us have to think younger because you know (laughs) know, that's not necessarily true anymore, man. Yeah, yeah, no, that's a good point. That's true, and definitely now with you know him being such a major crossover star with the fucking NBC sitcom that we'll get into, kind of inspiring this whole thing. Everywhere, man. Reality shows. He's literally the most, the highest guy, the highest paid fucking actor in Hollywood the last two years in a row. Like that's an amazing accomplishment. And one thing that you brought up that I will say is he never, uh, 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 like you said, he was he never made a lot of movies outside of the Princess Bride. But if Andre did come to Hollywood like in 1985. You know, or, or even 1975, and Andre got to Hollywood as opposed to professional wrestling earlier. He might have been a huge star. You know what I mean? Because he was so I don't know. How enormous. Much can you do I mean, yeah, that seems pretty typecast. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, that's yeah. fine. But like, you know, in, in uh, every movie needs a there? villain. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, how many you know, movies with giants are there? A lot. You know, it's like he would have been a good Thanos or a fucking like. There's lots yeah, of roles Andre could like play. Dude, if Avengers came out in the eighties, a hundred percent Andre the Giant is Thanos, <laughs> or at least Groot. I was thinking the Hulk. I am Groot. Yeah, I mean, there's lots of characters that. But you're right, though. The Rock is definitely the by far and away the most successful crossover kind of guy, but. Which I guess should that get us into? Because uh, we didn't just bring Jordan here to chit chat about wrestling that I don't know anything about. Uh, should that kind of get us into the game here? Brother of Owen. <laughs> <laughs> but like always, when we have these experts on, we don't just have you on, buddy, to uh, talk about wrestling, or else I would have just would have sat this episode out. To be honest with you, <laughs> um, very special Jordan Liam episode, but. We uh, suckered you in to play a game with us, and this one seems up your alley. But kind of like we were talking about how, like, The Rock is the most famous, uh, I would say, wrestler to Hollywood, so much so that with his show, The Young Rock, he pretty much gets to make up his origin story, right? Like, Liam, you were telling me his old man is a famous rapist. That they uh, they, uh, kind of brush over on the show, but... Yeah, that was we've talked about it on the show, but the uh, Rock's dad has a very controversial past, including you know a, arrest for like uh, sex with a minor and all sorts of you know oh, seedy yeah. stuff in like the Rocky Johnson history. I just worked a show with him like six months before he passed. So I didn't know that. <laughs> oh no, you worked a show with him though with Rock's yeah. dad. Yeah, nice. I nice. met him. I met. I met the whole family except for the Rock. I know the Rock's mom. I know the Rock's dad. This <laughs> is the Rock. Yeah, she's in and up. If you keep watching Young Rock, you will see the mom. I've met her a couple of times because she'll totally just be at random shows in Florida. Okay, nice, That's awesome. That's awesome that she's just a wrestling fan. Yeah. She's like, I mean, oh, they no, do I'm come from like a historic wrestling uh... family, as they talk about on the show. Yeah, but no, uh... she'll show up like like the dad will only show up if he's booked, but like the mom will just straight up just be there in the audience if you go to like a Miami show or something. She's like she's one of the Wild Samoan sisters, right? That's like her story. She's like yeah. Afa's sister or something. Like uh, uh then there, like the Rock is the the nephew uh, of the Wild yeah. Samoans. Peter Maivia's daughter, right? Yeah, Peter Maivia's daughter. Yeah. Okay, I see. Which is the Rock's granddad. Nice. All right, guys, we're losing me again. Uh, <laughs> wake up, Devin. Wake up. Okay, it's day, it's but anyway, like time, you were saying maybe. about the Young Rock show, that is what is insp- uh, the inspiration to the game time we're going to be doing, though. As uh, uh, last time I was talking about it on the Geeked Up podcast, Devin was pointing out how we never get to hear any of the origin stories for any of the other wrestlers outside of the Rock a la Stone Cold or Jake the Snake. We never got to find out why Jake likes that snake so much. 
you know, or uh, or what made him so stone cold? Yeah. So why Steve Austin is so chilly? <laughs> but uh, <laughs> like we said, yeah. So what we're gonna be doing? We're gonna be making up our own origin stories for wrestlers. We each took three wrestlers, and then to make it easy on me too, we have one bonus celebrity that we'll do at the end. Uh, uh, um, and then, of course, the way we'll break this down, so you as the listeners get to step in the prize closet, what's going in the game closet without a prize closet. You guys, we're going to whittle it down to one person from each of our lists, and then you, the listeners, are going to email us in and let us know the ultimate winner of our young wrestler geeked-up origin story, right? We're so we're going to geeked-up wrestler origin story. So we're going to start here with, uh, with our wrestlers. We'll do kind of a round-robin. We'll each do our wrestlers, one with our celebrity. Uh, um, Jordan, you're the guest. I'll give you the option. Do you want to go first? Or do you want to let one of us go first? Uh, I mean, shoot, I'll, I'll start just to get out of the way. <laughs> All right. So your first wrestler, Jordan's first wrestler in the book. Pitch us the uh, pitch us this origin story, baby. All right. All right. So I was trying to think. All right. You want to do something cool. You want to do something that's hot. What's hot nowadays? Vampires. Young Gangrel. All okay, right, so nice. I don't even know if Devin knows what I'm talking about. No clue. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I guess what we knew about him is that he was a vampire. That's pretty much. He and had like vampire it. So teeth. Got a lot of different ways you can yeah. go for it. How did he become a vampire? That'd be a great season finale, maybe. Uh, okay. So ways to work up to it, because you know, because you go back and forth. You know, when he's a kid, maybe he, maybe he's not even gothic. Maybe he's gothic in his teen years, but as a kid, he's a bright, shiny kid. So I mean, he's probably like 800 years old. So we got a. Lot of, I, I've seen In the Shadows. Those fuckers are uh, thousands yeah. years old. I mean, we... Thank you for adding to the greatness of my show. <laughs> He's been kicking era, people's so ass since like the uh, 1700s. Like, some episodes are from that era. Some episodes are maybe from, you know. He was there like, when wrestling began. <laughs> yeah, like he be him trying to get booked in, in yeah. the carnival days. I mean, it does have a great sci-fi crossover. You know what I mean? Like we can go franchise with this. I'm smelling franchise with this one. And then, and then, you know, another great finale, season two finale. And yeah, I got multiple seasons here. He meets Edge and Christian. And then you find out where why Edge and Christian came out. <laughs> yeah, who are uh, both also kind of vampires, but not really. They, Gangrel was like full-on head teeth, had fangs. But on, they're not brothers, but they start off as brothers. You know, we'll explain everything, man. Uh, I just think there's a lot, a lot of fun you can have with Yeah, this, for sure. Uh, definitely, yeah, also, definitely a, a nice sci-fi backstory you can get into mine, so with Gangrel. <laughs> All right, that's a uh, pretty solid, dude. Young Gangrel, the vampire stories, <laughs> vampire <laughs> diaries. I think that title's already taken, but oh, yeah, uh, that's taken. We can't do that. But yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're gonna have to go with basketball diaries. Fuck, that's taken too. We'll come up All with right. something for Gangrel, but. All right, uh, Leah, what do you think? I you got a. I'll go next. I got one. I got. I'm All gonna right. go back to. I'm gonna go to a more traditional wrestler, and from the '90s, of course, from the '80s and '90s, from uh, uh, for us. But I'm actually gonna go with not really known for being one of the greats. In fact, known for being one of the worst. But I'm gonna go for the origin story of the Brooklyn Brawler, who, if you're not familiar, <laughs> is like the all-time most famous jobber, what they called. But the Brooklyn Brawler was the guy that always got his ass kicked and never. Won won a match on TV is like his, his whole purpose was to make other guys look good and 
uh, I'm going to give you the origin story of how exactly, A, he became such a shitty fighter. All the episodes where he refused to, like, take karate classes as a kid or weight lift was it when he's an adult. <laughs> Is that the Brooklyn Brawler? Amazing. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> and it's going to show, but it's also going to be a rather sympathetic tale of what happens from bullying. And it's just going to show his entire life of, like, little kids in Canarsie picking on him, fucking kids in Sheepshead Bay beating him up, uh, uh, the, uh, the kids in East New York uh, uh, robbing him. Uh, it's going to show his entire life of this poor bastard that moved from, like, Coney Island to Crown Heights, Red Hook, Green Point, Brighton Beach to bed just getting his ass kicked by everyone in Brooklyn. <laughs> uh, uh, people like beating him up uh, for wearing a Yankee shirt. The kids in Sheepshead Bay picked on him for uh, uh, always having such dirt on his clothes. Because he would come to ring just in a fucking like soot-covered Yankee shirt. So he's getting does it doesn't help that he, he looks like a rejected Belushi brother. <laughs> okay, nice. Did you Google him? <laughs> no, he got in his background. <laughs> okay, nice. Yes, there we go. I mean, he's getting picked on for having a stain on his shirt, like in the picture there. And we get to find out why he always got picked on and why he was such a shitty fighter. So the Brooklyn Brawler origin story. That's pretty good. I like it. I like it. I like it, I like it too. <laughs> all right. I wanted a little different approach here. All right. So stick with me. I'm going to say mine is from uh, from the makers of Young Rock and directed by Todd Phillips from The Joker comes Young Doink. All right. <laughs> okay, nice. <laughs> a troubled uh, disturbed. Yeah, definitely <laughs> t- Todd Phillips Joker for sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, dude, here we are. So Young Matt Osborne, who's his name in real life, R.I.P., uh, young Matt Osborne comes from a family of very serious wrestlers, okay? His dad and mom are both wrestlers, and they take it very seriously. They don't allow any joking in the house. But poor little Matt, though, he's a little goofball, and his parents always cruelly call him a clown, okay? Now, there's also this wrestling trainer named Claude who feels bad for Matt because he uh, Claude is a wrestling trainer, but he's a little person, so he's never been able to really get in the ring himself. He's just a teacher. He feels, uh, okay, he feels bad for Matt. You know, just kind of like the little person, the Joker. He feels bad for Matt because you see Claude is a little person. He can't wrestle in the big leagues. So he trains Matt. And even though he's a little goof, he wants to show his parents he can wrestle like that. His parents come to see his match. Matt loses. His parents ridicule him, calling him a clown once again. Matt loses it and goes home, looks himself in the mirror and says, you guys want a clown? I'll show you a clown. Puts on makeup, becoming doink, wrestles his parents to the death in the ring. And now Claude, the little person who trained him, he feels responsible. So he decides to become his partner, thus creating the legendary duo of doink and dink. <laughs> so it's a do- doink and a dink backstory. <laughs> it is. It is uh, the origin of do we doink see the dink. pearls going down the alley when he kills his... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> is it a Batman style Joker like, killer? You want to see a clown? I'll show you a clown. Nice. I mean, we, a, de- a, a dark, disturbed doink is definite. Uh, definite again, <laughs> franchise potential. I'd say. Young doink, and then R.I.P. There have been many other doinks. I was gonna go two ways with that too. I was gonna also treat it like a Joker story and been like, he has many origins. Doink. Who knows which one is the true one. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, that's a... Uh, so, fun uh, fact that Tiger 2 shows in, uh, Doink was also at one point played by the same guy that played the Brooklyn Brawler. 
Oh, no, no way! way. <laughs> nice. No wonder he took such a down because when when he came in, he was like all agile and athletic, and then by the end, he was just terrible. I guess that's probably when the fucking Brooklyn Brawler took over the makeup. But <laughs> well, they fired the original guy, and then he overdosed yeah. years later. But uh, yeah. and then I think the second guy, the original guy, didn't even have Jake. It was uh, added to the second guy. Yeah. You know, my the only critique guy... of your my only critique of your origin story is apparently somebody never heard of the minis division. Am I right? Midget wrestlers were like more famous than the big guys for fucking <laughs> like a large yeah, portion a... of wrestling history. <laughs> he starts off as an evil clown, and then comes in when he's a good clown. And I think you typecast and Tom Phillips. Other than that, I liked it. All right. All right. All right. <laughs> Uh, I don't think I was that harsh on YouTube, but Jesus Christ, dude. <laughs> oh, no, I will give you a problem. I'm trying to get this made, <laughs> goddammit. Uh... I thought we were riffing. You had a whole story written. You had, you had your whole season one episode plot. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pitching films, baby. You All are. right, Jordan, you want to uh, do your next one? All right. Two words. Hello, ladies. Okay, it's nice. young <laughs> Venus. Now, this was a porn star. There was no ifs, ands, or about it. They would do vignettes, literally, of some of the porns he would be in. He would yep. make his finisher was called the money shot. Uh, well, what, 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 a wrestling porn star. You know what I mean? I think there's a lot of his fun shirts were his shirt said Venus Envy was like his uh, yeah, I mean, his his uh, awesome three sixteen. At one point, a, a group of t- Kai and Tai, uh, he slept with a Yakuza's uh, wife, and they went to chop off his penis. Uh, <laughs> and a, great, a great whole season-long episode. Um, so, you know, I think there's a lot of fun, too, of going back to when he's a kid. You know, maybe he's a really shy, nervous kid, and he's like, I can't talk to girls! And then, you know, that can develop into how he <laughs> later on was this... Ron Jeremy star. took him under his wing, uh, yeah, showed him know, the ropes. All of the... of a sudden, he like you know has puberty, and he you know like you know in gym class one day, someone's like, "Damn, Val," you know, and then he'd be like, "Oh, maybe I do have confidence." How about and, this? Uh, he was watching those "Girl Gone Wild" videos and the backyard wrestler videos at once. Combined the two, the porn star wrestler. Once again, Liam's here just to add to my greatness. Uh, yeah, I love it. <laughs> Let's go with it. <laughs> That's what we're here for. I'm know? the Bruce. Really I'm really the Bruce Pritchard of this team. I'm a. Uh... <laughs> does need to go to Showtime or HBO. Uh, so yeah, that's true. Sure they... This is a Cinemax. Is Cinemax still the channel? Are they still doing? Uh... Uh, I don't know. Stars. Stars does a lot of weird late night stuff. So yeah, maybe Stars. Like All right, nice, nice. Uh, 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 I guess I'll give my next one, and I'm going to go to another guy. Of course, I'm going back to the 90s, although I'm going to go for this time from one of the losers of the 90s to one of my uh, uh, to one of my well, like, favorites okay. of the 90s, one of the greats of the 90s, But uh, and we've talked about him on the Geeked Up podcast, but how about an origin story for Sting? All right. Now, I guess there's I mean, two stings. Isn't, it, isn't the movie The Crow? <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, there is a sting where the origin story is a guy watched the movie The Crow and then the character. But not that sting, as we've talked about. But before there was that sting, before there was The Crow sting, there was, there's what's called Surfer Sting. <laughs> there they are. Where I see he was the. Stings. Yes, there we go. The one all the way to the left. The blonde, uh, 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 rat tail, baby face. Oh, Amazing. With the neon colors 
and the bright face paint. But basically, my backstory for uh, Surfer Sting, as he's called, has grown up in Venice Beach, California, as we know. But uh, he was actually studying to be a, a, a an Iraq noologist, okay, to be a scientist of all things spiders. However, he was a total idiot and <laughs> failed out of arachno school and ended up listening to the police all day and then decided to make his wrestling career based off of the lead singer of the police, of course, Sting. However, uh, uh, looking uh, just like Sting, not intimidating enough. So he added his love of the arachno world and threw a couple of uh, neon scorpions on his ass and called his move the scorpion deathlock and sting the blonde hair fucking police uh, frontman spider guy was officially born and took over wcw in the 90s so that's my I origin am... story of surfer sting well, surfer sting dude is a uh, surfer sting summer <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah might be a fucking good mini series i don't know if we got the franchise potential of your guys so far but uh a good, All right. a, a good miniseries, anyway. Amazing. Well, I wanted to do this one, then, because I want to say in a male-dominated industry, I want to shine a light on the ladies. So here is the story of young China. Okay? Oh, nice. <laughs> so, Definitely need an origin story for this one. <laughs> All right, this one's... I'm pretty proud of this one. So young Joni Lawler is the daughter of gamma radiation scientist Bruce Banner Lawler. <laughs> Now, her dad was working on an experimental gamma treatment, trying to fix his bad back. It hurt him all the time. Well, while he was doing this, he was also taking a lot of oxycodone to treat his back. As you do. So when young Joni was 18, her father was working on the gamma rays while popping oxys. The rays hit him, killing him, but then blasted Joni, forever changing her to the muscle-bound freak the incredible China. Okay. <laughs> so whenever I mean, that's she got the only angry... possible explanation for looking yes, like that. Exactly. Whenever <laughs> and she Google got her mad... yourself if you don't know. <laughs> yeah. So whenever she got very angry, she would become very strong and very horny. Uh, uh, her only kryptonite, of course, if you will, is oxycodone because that's what her dad was hooked on when she got blasted with the gamma. So now she becomes a wrestler to be a role model to young women using her strength. And then she starts doing porn, you know, to quell her horny side. Uh, Shout out to X-Pac. <laughs> yeah. Years later, she goes on a charity tour to women's rehabs. And the patients are all like, you can't relate to us, China. You've never done any drugs. And she decides to be their martyr. And she eats one oxycodone. And since it's our kryptonite, it kills her. But she instantly becomes the legend of the incredible China. <laughs> so that was the first and only time she ever took Oxy, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, Misconception about I swear, China that was the only time. She, uh, I, uh... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she did sex because it was like her Hulk power. <laughs> and, uh... You do realize the, uh, the Hulk and sex connection, don't you? Well, uh, I mean, what do you mean? Oh, I know Hogan she made sex, sex tapes. No, she, she also was She-Hulk in a sex tape. <laughs> no. right, in a sex video. Dude, all was... I knew about, yeah, all I knew about was one night in China. Yeah, no, yeah, that's all I knew about. Videos. Oh, so when she did porn, <laughs> she actually played She-Hulk. Yeah, she oh, did several dude. videos that were like officially shot and produced. So far, I really feel like I'm nailing these. All right, I got... yeah, seriously. <laughs> yeah. Uh... 
You have a you have, you have a, of a blind analyzed feel for wrestling. Your years of geek knowledge are paying <laughs> yeah. off in wrestling. Uh, the world of wrestling, or is it I just would... that these characters aren't aren't all that creative? Uh... <laughs> I don't know. I feel like turning China into the Hulk would have been a, an obvious move, but I, it's hilarious that the porn guys beat me to it. <laughs> I mean, how about is, is there a Wonder Woman? Is there like a whole uh, MCU yeah. spoof of like? It turns out the uh, Bang Brothers were taking improv classes. At, <laughs> 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 you know, but, I will uh, say I honestly, actually... one of the biggest like holy shit moments of my life was fucking the size of China's clit in one night in China. <laughs> Enough said. We can go on. We can go on to our next characters. However. Fucking egg. Right, one, two, because... three, kid going down on that fucking six-inch clit was was a, was a shocking yeah. moment in my life. But this is a, this is a dark moment in the geeked up. <laughs> I mean, yeah, hey, we're talking about the fucking the the woman's porn career. I mean, Jesus Christ, don't shoot the messenger here, folks. Fucking... <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't know about how your show's gonna end, Devin. Uh, you're getting kind of dark and sad here. <laughs> Uh, well, I guess that one around. Yeah, to that point, we still each have uh, two characters left: one wrestler and uh, one celebrity. And if we all got one wrestler left, it can only get sadder. Uh, Jordan, do you want to hit us with your next one? Uh, yeah, let's try to lift things back up here, man. Uh, I'm gonna jump forward a few years now. Uh, wrestler named Eugene. Hi, I'm Eugene. <laughs> okay, uh, nice nephew. He, uh, you can say he was special needs. I'm just going to say in my show, he's just a super fan. He's a really nice guy who's obsessed okay. with But, Devin, if you're not familiar, his gimmick, potentially that he's retarded, uh, special needs, oh, mentally yes, challenged. He's basically a retarded wrestler, just so you know, Devin. <laughs> No, no, Jordan said he was a wrestling super fan. I put it together. Yeah, well, I guess we'll stick with Jordan's uh, way. But in case you're not familiar, for all the geeks out there who might need that clarified. <laughs> Amazing. So, yeah, let's just, let's just say he's a wrestling savant. He's a wrestling super fan. He's obsessed with it ever since he was a kid. So, yeah, a really nice, uplifting show. You could have so many cameos if you want here uh, throughout the years. You could even have a, 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 a you know, crossover episode where he meets a young rock or, you know what I mean? <laughs> nice. And what happens? Rock bullies him? <laughs> and then the Brooklyn Brawler, you know, we could have some great crossovers here uh, in this one. And, uh, I just feel like we needed to be a little bit. Yeah, we definitely dumb. need to de- uh, uh, take a deeper look into Eugene's life. It sounds a- like uh, it sounds like life goes on, starring Corky. <laughs> you, you remember, you sounds a lot like my life, honestly. Special education class, uh, wrestling <laughs> yeah, super Liam, fan. Yeah. Uh, Liam, you got young Eugene written all over yeah, you. <laughs> the young Big LW story, I would say, but. <laughs> <laughs> But no, Eugene's a good one, especially for a more contemporary wrestler. I guess I've got a more contemporary wrestler. Is Eugene still active in the WWF, Jordan? Is he? No, he's been around the WWE in years. He is still. Uh, I think he used he to work with animals. He was in the World Wildlife Foundation. <laughs> uh, he was in the WWE for several years, for a few years, yeah. Okay, I see, I see, but he's not wrestling anymore. But uh, uh, He still wrestles on the independents, and he does run a wrestling school. Okay, nice. So still active in the circuit, but uh, I've got a wrestler from uh, the current WWF ra- uh, roster actually going to be on WrestleMania this weekend against uh, two of my faves going against each other for WrestleMania, but Riddle for Sheamus going on, all right? And I'm going to give uh, uh, the backstory for Sheamus. Okay, we got Jordan. Who's this on here? Is this uh, 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 Eugene. Eugene with just a random super fan or... Uh... 
It's Eugene and me. Oh, that is you and Eugene. That was George. Now those are those are two wrestling super fans right there. The, uh, but uh, uh, so I'm going to be given a background. I'm going to be given the origin story for Sheamus. All right, four time uh, WWF champion, the first Irish champion. All right, uh, 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 won all. He won the King of the Ring, the Royal Rumble. But uh, uh, we're going to give him the backstory though, as big as uh, I guess uh, talking about Eugene and how that was kind of the big LW story. But I guess Sheamus's backstory is that he's actually the evil brother of Big L. W, because my brother's name is Seamus, so I always feel like Seamus, I always associate him with my brother, that evil bastard, so it's going to tell the story, and it's going to be a very Kane Undertaker, about how I took uh, uh, Seamus under the wing, uh, uh, took Seamus under my wing, taught him all of the the moves, uh, uh, kept him inside playing video games all summer, so he got that ungodly pales look of his, Uh, uh, but then he burns the house down, killing poor big lw so i have to come oh, no. back in kane fashion only i'm gonna come back in uh using my wrestling alter ego jordan that i was really gonna use when i was a high school kid i looked into going to wrestling school and i had a dream of uh, a becoming a wrestler and my character was gonna be luscious liam whalen <laughs> and i was gonna be <laughs> like the ironically fat like the, the ironically fat guy that thinks he's all good looking so this is my finally my chance chance to uh, to debut <laughs> luscious oh, nice. liam whalen my professional wrestling gimmick this <laughs> sunday in wrestlemania i'm sneaking into the match and i'm attacking sheamus and i'm gonna uh, get revenge but that was uh, my backstory maybe. for sheamus big lw's evil brother okay now liam it's my turn and i was dude we were talking off mic before this and we were worried about maybe doing the same characters and I said, there's no way in the world we're doing the same character. And when you were talking about Seamus, I got very, very nervous, okay? Because you also guys made a joke about when I was talking about young doinks, Dink, how I didn't know about little wrestlers. Uh, if you remember, didn't Seamus have a little sidekick himself? No, because, not that I know of. <laughs> fellas, I'm going to give you the ancient Irish tale of young Hornswaggle. The little bastard. <laughs> okay, nice. Okay. Now, this His is a little teammate, Hornswoggle. Do you know who Hornswoggle is? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Okay, now I'm going to mix a little bit of my lore with actual WWF, his background. He was also supposed to be like the unrecognized, illegitimate bastard son of Vince McMahon, okay? So that's why he's <laughs> called the little bastard. He was like a little guy that dressed up as like a little leprechaun. And he was like, oh, Vince, I'm your boy. And Vince was like, no son of mine. Ah. Okay, nice. So, I, I didn't know that part of the story. Sure. Okay, well, here's mine. Now stick around because I'm going to give you the ancient Irish tale of young Hornswoggle, the little bastard. <laughs> years ago, years ago, a young Vince McMahon was traveling the hills of Ireland. He came upon a rainbow. And at the end of that rainbow, he came upon a female leprechaun and her pot of gold. He wanted the gold to start his worldwide wrestling federation. And the leprechaun said it was his as long as Vince sired her a child. Thus, young Hornswoggle the Little Bastard was born. (laughs) So it is Vince's (laughs) legitimate child. Now, as a half-breed leprechaun slash human, young Hornswoggle wasn't accepted anywhere. He decided to master the art of wrestling to impress his father. But when he got to the States... 
Vince being the huge piece of shit that he is, denied being his parent, which both broke Hornswoggle's heart and also infuriated him. So he decided to live under the wrestling ring to be close to his father, to quell his human side, but also would hop out from under the ring to screw up important wrestling matches from time to time. As, an Irish, as a wrestling leprechaun yeah. would, I'd say. Quelling his mischievous leprechaun side, which I guess this is a true bit of his. He would, like, from time to time, would just come running out from under the ring and just, like, <laughs> fuck a matchup, which is Where else? What else would a wrestling leprechaun do? Lives under but the ring, and, fucking comes out, and un- shit up. Unfortunately, my friends, as the world has become more PC, old Hornswoggle began to disappear. And uh, But legend says, every St. Patrick's Day, fellas, if you look under a wrestling ring, you just might catch a little glimpse of the impish Hornswoggle, <laughs> the little bastard. <laughs> the old Hornswoggle, the little bastard. <laughs> Devin's really entertained by the whole little. You got to look into the mini division, Devin. <laughs> little yeah, Tiger I mean, and all of the. Hornswoggle was that dude behind Jordan, dude. Hornswoggle, uh, Dink. There's all sorts of uh, all sorts of classics. The uh, things I looked up about this guy too, like one of his stories was that like he was like the bastard son of Vince McMahon, and then two, he claimed to live under the ring, and he would like run out every now and then and like <laughs> fuck a matchup or something. I'd be like, oh, dude, this is the greatest bit of all time, dude. <laughs> But dude, he was now like they don't like it because you know it's little people exposure, like me and the Irish. Yeah, like, that'll dehumanize them. All midgets everyone. live under the ring, or just... every once in a while they'll, they'll prop him out or whatever. Still, Hornswoggle okay, nice. still exists. <laughs> He's popped out like a couple times in the last few years. Yeah, <laughs> it's amazing. Is <laughs> every St. Patrick's Day by any chance? Yeah, for real. Every uh, March uh, around March, perhaps. Yeah, so my buddy, uh, my buddy Jerry Swirls just fought him like two weeks ago here in like Cocoa, Florida. <laughs> okay, <laughs> nice. I believe my buddy beat him. <laughs> I mean, you put him over? Hornswoggle put him over? Yeah. <laughs> and no, he does stand up comedy, so if you want to book him for your comedy. <laughs> Hornswoggle does? Oh, is Hornswoggle yes. in the comedy game now? Nice. I almost got, I had him booked in the tracks. Laughing, but he was a little too pricey for the laughing. <laughs> tracks. No, I, I, uh, I only yeah. write Hornswoggle fan fiction. <laughs> I feel like we should, uh, we did our wrestlers now. We have a pretty good list here of wrestlers, but to even it out for me, let's all do a uh, one celebrity wrestler backstory. If a celebrity that we like is a wrestler, what would their backstory be? Jordan, if you want to start. Uh, yeah, you know, Devin, you knew where I was going with this. I got to go with my boy, Ben Affleck. He does <laughs> yeah. Just because he's pretty doesn't mean he ain't talented, man. Uh, you know, you, again, if you're going with the whole like, multiple, like, you know, arcs mm-hmm. as, you know, when he's this age, this age, this age, you got him and Matt Damon being friends, trying to write that Goodwill script. You know what I mean? Him breaking into, you know, his first bits in um, Uncredited in Buffy the Vampire Slayer, the movie, as a basketball player. So. They don't even use his voice. Oh, I didn't even know they that. They don't even use his voice in that, dude. Nice. It's him in the court, but his voice is dubbed over. Fucking A. So, uh, did he get his Mark. line wrong? No, the director didn't like his voice. Also, Stephen Root is the principal. He's the principal, of course. Mm-hmm. Oh, I haven't seen him in a while. Then, uh, let me see Bobby. <laughs> I no, mean, couple of, like first of all, like you know, he's from Boston, which uh, that 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 covers that territory. You know, like every wrestler needs to have their intro, you know, whereabouts. 
So we know he's from Boston. Then he also comes equipped with like a tag team partner because, like you said, he's got uh, really a whole crew. He comes crew with like a come, comes equipped with an NWO style posse with Casey Affleck, Matt Damon. Uh, uh, who else is part of that crew? The whole Goodwill Hunting crew. Yeah, the whole Goodwill Hunting posse. Kevin Smith pops up all the time. Kevin Smith. Yes, exactly. So Plus, I would say now with Ben Affleck's build as the Batman. You know, the Snyderverse build, he's already built like a wrestler. I would go as far as to say that Mike the Miz is the poor man Ben Affleck's uh, wrestler. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't know about this, but... Uh... That's funny, though. Devin as well did call that you were going to do, because it's very obvious who, where me and Devin are going with our uh, celebrity. And I guess shout out to the Stephen Root rule on the ge- on Geeked Up game time. But uh, mm-hmm. Devin said that he didn't have to... Uh, but Devin said that he knew exactly where you were going to go for your celebrity... Your celebrity I'll put it rule. this way, dude. Jordan's, ben Affleck uh, gamer, Jordan's gamer tag is Ben Affleck. <laughs> I remember saying him all the time. You were running to Ben Affleck on Xbox, yeah. uh, Pornhub, any other kind of site. It's yeah. He's either playing Halo. He's either playing Halo or watching She-Hulk porn. Yeah, right. Has <laughs> Affleck ever uh, uh, streamed with you? Has Affleck ever saw? Is no, Affleck on I, Twitch? I, I mean, come on. If I keep the gimmick up long enough, sooner or later he'll hear about me. Yeah, for real. I mean, fuck. How many other gamer? How many other Twitchers are out there under a, a, a Ben Affleck alias? Probably lost. I won't even have my headset in, but yeah. it will come to the TV, and I'll just hear people all the time like <laughs> Ben Affleck. Like he's got to hear about me sooner or later. <laughs> yeah, for sure. That's uh the the I mean, we've talked about it on the Geek Tab as well. That's become huge. The old Twitch as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But uh, that'll get us into my uh, celebrity celebrity wrestling origin story. And like I just said, uh, for, for at least me on the Geeked Up podcast, I got to go Steven Root Rule on this one. So I'm going to go as my celebrity uh, uh, wrestling origin story. But if, if Steven Root was a wrestler, uh, he would, of course, be the robo-rooter. Half robot and half Steven Root. <laughs> All right. Due to a void of good actors created by Hollywood to uh, uh, get revenge on the world of wrestling who sent over The Rock and John Cena and Batista and Stone Cold. All the wrestlers came and invaded Hollywood. So Hollywood created a robot wrestler named Robo Rooter, Steven Root, to come dominate the wrestling world. <laughs> and it would, uh, uh, And he would come to... Ring dressed as his various Stephen Root characters, the guy from Office Space, uh, uh, News Radio. Yeah, he comes like to the a, ring. He's like Mick Foley. He's got like thirty different characters. Yes, exactly. Yeah. exactly. <laughs> but in, and in the end, much like Westworld, you find out that he was actually the black guy because he's artificial, artificial intelligence, Stephen Root. Uh, uh, changing personalities by the minute through all of his two hundred and fifty IMDb characters. Steven Root is Sacco. <laughs> <laughs> so, as you call it, and like Liam said, this is the Geek Up Podcast, so of course we're both doing Steven Root celebrities, except I'm going to pull a wild card this time. I'm not doing Steven Root as my celebrity, and I might not even do, it's a celebrity to the you, the listeners, all right? Because I want to make a young kid's dream come true, all right? Now, Liam, I forgot your name was Luscious Liam Whalen, but instead, <laughs> I have your... So just story. You know, story for me? You know, why don't you go I have young Mr. Social Distance, all right? Your wrestling name is, like, I always bring you on as Mr. Social Distance, all right? The germaphobe. So here we go. Young Liam was a dirty little fat kid from New Jersey who, <laughs> who loved germs, okay? 
He would play in the mud. He would not wash his hands, and he would eat his pizza with his hands and fingers, not with a fucking knife like a fucking psychopath, all right? Never. Uh, also, young Liam's best friends were three Japanese brothers who were obsessed with wrestling, whose names were Yo, Yo, and Yo. Okay? <laughs> now, suddenly, when the three Yo's were struck down by a mysterious illness, it changed young Liam, making him a paranoid germ freak and never getting close to anyone. Thus becoming Mr. Social Distance. Yo, yo, yo. <laughs> now, Mr. Social Distance wanted to honor his fallen friends, so he trained, lost weight, and became a professional wrestler named Mr. Social Distance. His gimmick was he would always wear a mask, scream yo, yo, yo at the beginning of every match to honor his friends. He would keep distance from his opponents, let's say six feet. And, uh, <laughs> you can't pin me if you can't get near me. <laughs> yeah. He would squirt hand sanitizer in their eyes and all over the ring, making his opponents slip out of the ring and not be able to crawl back into the ring. They would be disqualified. Now, Mr. Social Distance won a lot of matches like this. He won a few slammies. And he decided one day that maybe he was being a little too paranoid and decided to wrestle someone legitly by pinning them and winning that way. Taking off his mask, old Mr. Social Distance, now leave again, turned to the crowd, taking in a huge breath to taste and smell his success. A week later, he died of COVID. <laughs> I mean, I don't love the ending. Uh, I love the origin story, <laughs> not the destination, but... Uh... <laughs> so is the I was doing so Mr. good in Coronaville Protocol. It's a one-season but... show because he's dead. <laughs> it's a yeah. series. He dies of COVID the second he takes his mask off. I mean, that's really more Oscar-winning film right there. I mean, that's... Uh... Two hour, two and a half hours of draw. We're gonna get Scorsese to direct, and that's yeah, gonna be an but, Oscar uh, winner right there. That one's to you, Lee. I wanted, to, I wanted <laughs> you to fulfill your wrestling dream. Yeah, I mean, uh, uh, hailing from Coronaville. But, <laughs> yes. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, uh, uh, luscious Liam Whalen never did materialize. I never had the balls to take it to go to Bayonne, New Jersey, and enroll in professional wrestling school. So I guess I can't really, uh, uh, can't, I, I can't really fight. The Coronaville Big LW. What did you do? Oh, Mr. I can't really fight uh, social distance Big yeah. LW with luscious Liam Whalen. So I got to give you that one. Plus, I gave the yo-yo yelling origin story, too, dogs. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. You've got uh, really covered my whole backstory. Like you said, quite the honor. And I hope, Mc I hope Vince McMahon is listening because this one's ready for mania right now. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'd say that would be my nomination for uh, uh, for my wrestling <laughs> character for the fans to vote on. So I guess now we're gonna uh, we're all gonna uh, choose one of our own for the fans to vote on. Or uh, yeah, I mean, let's take this, break this down. Are we gonna I mean... uh, nominate some other people's or? Because uh, yeah, I gotta be honest, I, I like the Gangrel. I feel like that's definite, uh, definite franchise territory. Like we said, yeah, crossover potential with the Edge, especially the Edge is back. Isn't he? In, isn't he in Mania this year? Headlining Mania. Uh, yeah, Edge returned in January of last year for the first time since 2011, and uh, yeah, he'll be fighting for the uh, Universal Title on Triple Threat. Yeah, fuck yeah. So I mean, we can get Gangrel uh, sneaking back into Mania. You know, a little. Uh, yeah, we could boost his career. We give him a rock style show. I like Young Gangrel also. Either yeah, that or yeah, Young Val. 
Yeah, Val Venus was like I I I, I don't yeah. I, I I don't think I ever bought a Venus Envy shirt, but I was a huge fan of Val Venus for sure. There was just so many other great characters in the '90s, but he would have been one of he was one of my all time fave like you know jobber kind of guys. He's a fun uh, Twitter follower if you want to see someone who's like really like political and crazy. Okay, nice. Is he like a Trump nut? I, I don't remember. I stopped following him, so I don't. I just know he was. He was nuts. <laughs> I get it. I'm friends. Nice. With, I'm friends with uh, Gallagher on Facebook, and he's uh, fucking. I mean, I don't know how I snuck into his actual like personal page, but it is fucking gold, dude. This guy is a fucking grade A psycho. Oh yeah, no Gallagher's long. Uh, Gallagher's lungs has lost it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gallagher no, would be a great you, celebrity crossover. You'll get people in there too who don't know that he's bonkers, and they'll be like, I "Just remember him fucking the- one lady from like the seventies or eighties, like, hey, Gallagher was always a fan. Just want to say hi." And he was like, "Well, you're a crazy bitch, and I'll kill your family. You know, you're on black from a page." <laughs> it's like, oh, dude, this guy's bonkers. It's the best. Nice, nice. But yeah, um, I say from Jordan's list, we go Young Gangrel. Yes. I mean, I'd say for my list, I go for yours because uh, I don't know if any of my, uh, or at least my origin story. Uh, oh, for you guys, for your list, I would say Surfer Sting all day. <laughs> We're in. taking Surfer because then we can also I, as I well. Was, as... I was charmed by Brawler story. I was charmed mm. by the Brawler story. I do like Brooklyn Brawler. It's like the Captain America story if he never got the Super Soldier Serum. He just always got beat up forever. Yeah, yeah. Both from Brooklyn. I feel like that one's a little bit of a bummer. The uh, 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 Surfer Sting's a little bit more uplifting, as well does have a late season potential because we can always get in to the guy that watched The Crow and uh, really dig into, uh, like, by season six, we can get into the... Sting is actually still wrestling as well, I, I think I saw. Isn't Sting, like, in currently in AEW? He he debuted for AW. They did well since since the pandemic. They debuted a new concept called the cinematic match, where it's basically it's all post edited, almost like a movie. Fight. Yeah, I talked about that at last year's Mania. I told Devin about how yeah, cool the Undertaker sure. match was with that. Yeah. Every time you guys say that, dude, I think you're talking about root beer. Old A and W. But uh, hey, and then how about for you, guys. Devin? I'd, I'd say for you, uh, uh, I'm voting for me. Although you had a couple other, you know, solid wrestler uh, origin stories as well. Because yeah. Doink and Dink, you don't even remember. You don't even know in Survival Series there was also Pink and Stink, two more midget Doinks that wrestled with them as a group. For and Horns Twoggle. Anyway, yes, yes, exactly. We can unmask uh, Dink and. Uh, but I got to go, uh, you know, you started off in backyard wrestling as luscious Liam Whalen, but you really made your big name as Mr. Social Distance, the COVID. <laughs> the COVID uh, kid. We really did take over Coronaville, you know? And, yeah, uh, I'm, I'm going Mr. Social Distance. I want you to win the title. And for every Triple H, there was a China. And you can be right there next to me, buddy. Uh, me and you. <laughs> Hold on, dude. I made your character. I'll break that character. <laughs> You'll be Hornswoggled 2.0 if you don't know what's good for you, buddy. I'll get Hornswoggled. So I guess those are our runner-ups then. The big – so going into the ring, they're dropping the cage. Only one man leaves. I don't know how fucking WrestleMania works. But we got Young Gangrel. We got Surfer Sting. And we got Liam himself, Mr. Social Distance. I'm going to be very fucking disappointed if you assholes vote for Sting or Gangrel, by the way. If I don't win this goddamn... If I don't win this one, I, uh, which would, of course, be a win for Devin, but... 
Definitely yeah. let us know what you think. And of course, as yeah, always, bonus geeked points. If you send us in your own wrestling origin story, pick any mm-hmm. wrestler, uh, uh, give us an origin story, the 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 young give us an origin master. story, young rock style. <laughs> Yes, 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 exactly. One that was uh, a good one, actually, just real quick, that I thought you might go with, Devin, was the... uh, Young Coco Beware. (laughs) That was one that I was thinking about, actually. But uh, the young, a a young Vader, just because his backstory was somewhat covered on Boy Meets World, where we found out that Sean from Boy Meets World's dad was actually Vader. So I was like, this could be a major, like, uh, geeked crossover. That's not Sean's dad. Uh, Corey's dad. Which one? No. Aiden Suplee's character. It's his side character. One of the bullies that's his dad. Was it one of the bullies' dads or wasn't it Sean? Yeah. Wasn't it like uh, <laughs> 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 Corey's <laughs> best friend? That is, You're right. That is, uh, he's in it a lot. Like He runs away to find the mom. Okay, and I see. Back. You know who Sean's dad is. Okay. But he was somebody's dad on the show. He was on fucking Boy Meets World or somebody's dad. Yeah, anyway. Ethan Suplee. Who was yeah, the guy dad. from American History X. Yes, the heavy set bully. Oh yes, Ooh, you're right. Finally. He voiced that dude's dad. <laughs> looks like he could be WWE world champion. Ethan Suplee is not anymore. Now he looks like fucking Al Roker. Oh, you're talking about that way. No, Ethan Suplee right now, 2021, yeah. is jacked to the gills like he's about no to go. No way. That guy had such a great career going. Is he like yeah. now that he's not I the big guy? Is it not going so well? Is he like? I don't know what I hate more is that Ethan Suplee is all ripped or that Kumal New Jambi is. I feel more uncomfortable with Kumal. <laughs> Either way, I don't like that he's working out. They all went carrot top on us, those fuckers. But... <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. But definitely so, send us in a, uh, an origin story of your own as well. Uh, 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 or let us know which one of ours was your favorite. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Of course, the email there is thegeekedupodcast at gmail.com or just leave us a message on Facebook. Uh, shoot us a tweet. It would be our first. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, that's all the ways you get a hold of us. Of course, check out all the stuff Jordan's doing. And Jordan, if you want to plug any of that again. Yeah, Jordan, let us know what you got again. Give us every, Give us the big rundown. All right, so I got three YouTube channels for you. Uh, Real Pro Wrestling, that's the company I help run here in Fort Myers, Florida. Uh, we're live Friday at noon in Tampa, Sunday at 1 p.m. in Fort Myers. And of course, you can follow that on YouTube and Facebook, all the video footage. Uh, the Pierceco channel, movie trivia, a weekly podcast, a show about shows where we review movies, uh, TV of the week, do a top 10 of some sort. Um, as well as movie trivia, and then the Pierce Wrestling Channel, wrestling trivia, wrestling podcasts, uh, exclusive wrestling matches, and uh, also uh, She-Hulk. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> also, if you can back catalog the She-Hulk video. Nice, Dude, but definitely. Yeah. So check out, uh, uh, and then I'm sure all of your YouTube channels are linked together as well. So if you uh, track down one, you can hopefully get to all of them. But a lot of great stuff. To, to to enjoy and as well. So am I doing my math right? But do you have a show uh, on Sunday in Tampa pre Mania? Like, because uh, Mania is live in Tampa this week, right? So Friday we're in Tampa. Uh, one of the many things you can do in Tampa if you're a big wrestling fan, you're in town. Friday at noon we're in Tampa. Sunday we're in Fort Myers. So all you people in Fort Myers, Naples, Punta Gorda, if you're not going to all Mania, Devin's old peoples down in uh, the Fort Myers, Naples area. Yes, sir. And uh, oh, yeah, and it's at break. 1 p.m., so come watch us and go watch Mania. Fuck uh, yeah, it's Mania weekend, so definitely get your wrestling fix. 
Yes, absolutely. And thanks again, Jordan. Uh, Thank you. Yeah, Jordan, Anytime, thanks so much, man. man. It was, it was uh, fun. Uh, yeah, I, I've had that. two dreams come true today. I had my own wrestling origin story, and I finally got to talk <laughs> wrestling with somebody on this fucking pod. After five years, finally I had somebody <laughs> who knew who the hell Coco Beware was. <laughs> and I guess with that, thanks again, Jordan. That was Jordan. And with that, I guess that'll wrap this game time up. Remember to email us in your wrestler, your choice of the wrestlers, the Geeked Up Podcast at gmail.com. Other than that, that was Mr. Social Distance, Luscious Liam Whaler. Yo, yo, yo. I'm Devin Barnes. And if you're not working tomorrow, why don't you go ahead and get geeked up? Hey! Ooh, baby. It's time to get geeked up. Time to get geeked up to stand up comics telling you what's up in movies and TV. I know you could feel me. Music and gaming, you know what I'm saying. Comic books and tech, stuff you ain't up on yet. And if you are hooked, we're gonna go and take a closer look. And no show's the same. We always got a different game. Always got a different game. Hey, hey. Ooh, baby. It's time to get geeked up.